the why human trafficking work is needed to fight for the freedom of modern day slaves. But love, passion, commitment isn't all you need to be an effective and successful anti-trafficking advocate. Learn the how. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson, Director of the Human Trafficking and Social Justice Institute at the University of Toledo. Welcome to the Emancipation Nation podcast, where I'll provide you with the latest and best methods, policy, and practice discussed by experienced experts in the field so that you can cut through the noise, save time, and be about the work of saving lives. Welcome to the Emancipation Nation podcast. And thank you so much to listeners that have been sending me great ideas on the types of podcasts that I should be offering. I want to particularly thank Laura Wood, she's in the UK, for sending me some great ideas. I hope to get to those in 2020, Laura. And also, if you haven't subscribed, please do so and please review the podcast because the more reviews the podcast gets, then the wider audience can see the podcast and maybe tune in. So we're a couple of days before the brand new year, 2020. Did you ever think that you would live to see 2020? I know I didn't because this year will be my 60th birthday. But I don't know if you know, but 2020 will be 100 years that women had the right to vote. And it's also a year for the presidential election. So this is a critical, critical year of celebration for the women's right to vote and organizing so that we get out and vote. This week I want to talk to you about a couple of things. One of them is pretty strange, uh, but about your shoes. So what are the names on your shoes? What kind of shoes do you wear? And I'm not talking about Nike or Adidas or Skechers or Fila or, or fancier dress shoes. I'm talking about the real names on your shoes, the ones that helped you walk through life, that taught you the things that you needed to know to be the person that you are. Those are the real names that go on your shoes that should be acknowledged. It wasn't Fila. It wasn't Nike. It wasn't any of those name brands. What it was, was the people that mentored you, that supported you, that helped you, that when you fell down, they helped pick you back up. Those are the people's names that should be tatted in your shoes. So let's not get it twisted. It was never Jordan. <laughs> it was never Converse. It was these other people, the genuine articles. Those are the names that go on your shoes. In 2020, how are your shoes fitting? I remember when I worked as a social worker in the North End, I got a job and I put my baby feet in some big shoes. And I, you know that you do when you get a new job because people tell you things like, oh, you, you, you got big shoes to fill. And put my little baby feet in those big shoes, try to do that job. And I walked around kind of, you know, shoes flopping because my feet don't really fit. So in 2020, who's on your shoes? What names? 
How well do those shoes fit? Are they comfortable? Are they too tight? Is it time to think about moving on? I want to know where you walk in those shoes. Because I want to talk to you about circling back. And circling back kind of means circling back to those people that you missed. Uh, those people that had problems and issues and um, you were too busy. You were working. Um, you were bringing home the bacon. You were preoccupied. You didn't tune in. You weren't present. And things went on in their lives that you wished wouldn't have happened. But you weren't really there. And you have regrets. But you know what? In 2020, you can always circle back. And I'm not talking about the people last week. I talked about those toxic people. No, no, not those fools. I'm talking about the people you have identified as people you will be loving, taking care of, and protecting their hearts. And you didn't. Not fully. Because sometimes you weren't aware of what was happening in their life. They didn't want to burden you. They didn't want to bother you. You know, I remember my daughter's heart broken by someone that she loved. And she went through the world as if nothing was wrong. She didn't want to burden me. She didn't want to share it. And now that I know that, I have circled back. And I spend a lot of time laughing and talking and just hanging out with her and, and praying and hoping that her heart heals. And I think it is healing. She's a lot happier today. But I had no idea because I was working, I was preoccupied, I was busy. And so, you know what? It's not too late to circle back and let people know how much you care for them and how much you can be there for them in 2020. Not the toxic fools, but the ones you have identified as the people that you want to nurture and that you want to love. 2020, your book is blank. There's 365 blank pages for you to write on. What will you write? What will you say? I wrote my book in 2019 called Seat at the Table. And I'm going to talk about that more in 2020. But what's your book? It's yet to be written. You know, you are the star of your story. What will you write? How will you involve the players that you want in your life and distance those players that you don't want in your life. Because just like my book, A Seat at the Table, taking your seat at the table means you speak up for yourself and the rights of others. In occupying that chair, you have a tremendous responsibility and it's not to sit there too long without action. Losing weight doesn't mean you have to wait for enough funding, enough legitimacy, someone's permission, your crown is bought and paid for. Put it on your head and assume your role. 
Because while you're waiting for someone else to crown and legitimize you, there's someone that is being subjected to slavery, abuse, and disrespect. Every time someone is beaten down, trafficked, raped, robbed, and offered nothing but invisibility, injustice, and despair, it acts like a whip across the slave's back. And you don't want to sit by because you know who you are. You're an abolitionist. You can't afford to wait for your shyness to get out of the way in order to do your work. You have to move shy out of the way because it's not about you. It's about something bigger than you. And you don't have to lead all the time. You can be a very good follower when you need to be. You can contribute your talents and you don't have to worry about who gets credit. Your voice can be heard and you can be a part of the collective. Because when you step into your purpose, you know who you are. You're an emancipator. You have to recognize that your words are important your actions or inaction is important. What you spend your money on is important. What you spend your time on, important. Who you spend your time with, important. What you choose to wear, not wear, places you go and don't go. How you speak or choose not to speak as you pass someone, all important. Where you attend and where you ignore, important. Understanding your privilege important because when you step into your purpose then you know who you are you're a freedom fighter every time someone is stigmatized othered and made to feel excluded in our laws our policies our organizations our faith-based organizations and our daily interactions it's like the whip across the slave's back and it's the whip of privilege in historic slavery, it was clear who was in charge and who was oppressed. When someone stepped out of line, the lash of the whip caused immediate pain. In modern day slavery, the lash of the whip comes in the form of our words, our actions, how we vote, how we shop, who we give power and attention to, and who we don't is the lash of the whip. I can choose to use my privilege for good or for evil. There is no in between. And under my watch, time's up for these atrocities because I and you will use our voice and our choice to make all the difference. Because when you step into your purpose, you know who you are. You're a liberator. In historic slavery, the whip was meant to whip you back into submission and keep you in line. The current is meant to whip you into submission and keep you in line. The former could cause immediate pain. The current causes a slow death. The former cuts immediately across your back. The latter is death by a thousand cuts. And the cumulative is felt just as deeply over time. When you step into your purpose, you work to end those atrocities because you know who you are. Stop faking it to fit in. Speak up, stand up, show up, and be in full flavor because you know who you are. So let's commit in 2020 that we will be in full effect. In 2020, I commit that Celia Williamson will be in full flavor. There will be no diet 
Celia Williamson to make other people feel comfortable. So join me in 2020 to be full flavored. Let's not just do something, let's do the best thing. If you like this episode of Emancipation Nation, please subscribe and I'll send you the weekly podcast. Until then, the fight continues.